When you get ready to start your strategic planning, how do you start? I mean, if you're like a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, if you have a strategic plan, you probably pull out last year's strategic plan, which you probably haven't looked at for a while. And you look at it and say, well, how do we do this like a little bit better? Uh, if you don't have a plan, you probably think, well, we should probably have one, but I don't even know where to start. And so you never get around to doing it. Well, let's try to get rid of both of those problems here immediately by giving you the two most important questions you need to ask whenever you're starting to engage in strategic planning. Now, remember, strategy is about what you want to be. It's about the future and tactics are about how you're going to get there. So if you're doing good strategic work, you're trying to think about the future. You're not just thinking about today and how do you do today a little bit better. So when you begin a strategic planning process, there are two key questions. Now, a lot of people don't ask these questions. They often assume that they're givens. But I'm going to tell you that if you ask these two questions on a regular basis, they will radically increase your ability to, to grow and scale your company. And before I tell you what those two questions are, by the way, let me tell you that you know there are companies like Apple, for example, when they ask this question, have dramatically increased their revenues because they asked these two questions. So what are the two questions? And by the way, don't be underwhelmed by these two questions because it's not the questions themselves. It's the answers that you're going to come up with that are more important. But the two questions you need to ask yourself are, who do we want to be? And then who is our customer? Who do we want to be and who is our customer? Now, hang with me for a moment because those are powerful questions, even though they seem simple questions. Because if Apple didn't ask the who question, they would literally be one-eleventh their size. Now, think about that. They were a computer company. And if they were still producing computers, the Mac line produces, depending on which quarter, roughly about 9% of their revenues. One-eleventh of their total revenues come from the thing that they had been doing for decades. Uh, if they weren't asking the who do we want to be question, then they may not have gotten into the music business. They may not have gotten into the phone business. You know, iPhones alone produce 50 plus percent of their revenue on a typical year. Like They would never have gotten to that place if they kept doing what they had been doing in the past. So the who question is a really important question. And it's not just for big companies, by the way. It's for smaller companies, too. I was engaged in two different conversations last week with companies on their strategic plans. Actually, a couple others, but I want to mention these two. Uh, the first one was a rather new customer. And they realized when we were asking this who question that historically, they basically have been something that the owner of the company wanted to do. And he built a business around the thing that he wanted to do. But he's at a stage now where he wants to sell at some point. And he realizes that he doesn't have a scalable company. He doesn't have a sellable company because who he has been in the past, meaning the company who, is something that they don't want to be in the future. And so now we're working on the process of defining what does that who look like? You know, like Who do you want to be in the future? It's a very different who than it was when he started the company and even what it is today. And that's causing some great conversations. The who question really matters. Another company is a company that I've actually been working with for the last five or six years. And what was interesting is that when we defined five or six years ago what the who would be, they've actually attained that. Like the vision for them five years ago, they're now four and a half to five X what they were five years ago. You know, not 10 or 20% better, like four to five X their size. And they've actually attained everything they thought they would. And now the question is, who do we want to be in the future? So you need to ask that who question and don't assume that the who in the past is going to be the who in the future. Kimberly Clark years ago when I was in college went through this transformation where for a hundred years 
they had been a paper company. Meaning they produced the paper that you'd write on or that you went to the copy shop and got. And uh, they closed down their paper plants in the 70s because they decided that the future for them was going to be in the disposable diaper business. And so, you know, they still are uh, in the, alive in existence and making a lot of money because the who that they wanted to be was not the who that they were in the past. You need to ask this question every year, every time you're doing strategic planning, because who you've been in the past and who you want to be can be radically different. Uh, I've worked with a number of companies in the value-added reseller business, and they've had to go through this multiple times. A lot of those companies started as microfiche companies. Like, who uses microfiche anymore, right? And they had to change and become something else. And a lot of them then became kind of processing of not only shredding paper, but also digitizing paper and creating paper, you know, digital files. And now some of them are thinking about issues in terms of automation, and others are thinking about cybersecurity. Like the the who that they are moving forward and the who they've been in the past are radically different. So don't assume that you always know the answer to the who question. It's worth asking every single year. And like that person who is wrestling with wanting to sell their company, that's a typical who question that comes up where someone might have said years ago, you know, like, I, I love this company. I'm going to be here for the next 20 years. And, and all of a sudden now they're in year 10 or 15 and they're going, you know what, um, I'm not sure that I really want to be doing this for the next 10, 15, 20 years, right? The, the who's changed and now they want to build a sellable company. And well, that's going to be a very different company than doing the thing that you want to be doing. So don't assume that the who question is always the same. You might want to make some changes on that one. So that's question number one. And I would highly recommend you to ask that question every year and don't assume it. Play with it. You know, ask you know, lots of questions, poke holes at the thought or the idea and think of where trends are going. But always ask the who question. It's the most important strategic question. And the reason why these who questions are so important is because the who always determines the what. Remember, people always like to move to the what part, like what product should we sell? You know, what market should we be in? What should we be, you know, uh, how should we be selling this? You know, how should we deliver this thing? Like they move down there, but you need to start with the who question, right? Like, who do we want to be? That's question number one. The second question related to it then is, who is our customer? Who is our customer? And again, don't assume that the answer to that question last year is going to be the answer moving this forward this year or the next two years or five years because frequently it changes. And if you change the who, it can radically change your company. For example, um, frequently, uh, one of the strategies I recommend is always to go upscale. And years ago, I was talking at a conference and I mentioned this as a good pivot to make. And one of the people in the audience thought, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So he went back to his team and said, hey, we need to work with people who are have a little bit more money. And so they completely re-engineered their company. Two years later, I was speaking at a conference again for the same association. And he came up to me as I was walking in to give my talk. And he said, hey, I just want to thank you for that advice about going upscale. I said, oh, great. Like, what's happened? And he said, well, two years ago, our average customer paid us $25,000 a year. Two years later, I can tell you that our average customer customer now pays us $250,000 a year. Like to go from 25 to 250,000, it was a game changer. Uh, another one of our members who provided a service primarily to kind of wealthy individuals. And normally one would say, "Hey, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Like wealthy individuals, you know, let's kind of upscale, let's go for that." But when I looked at what they had, I said, "You know, why don't you go to some wealthy, com- you know, um, corporations because they even have bigger pockets." 
And this person didn't listen for a couple years, but finally this past year decided to listen to that. And their company is now on a huge growth spurt because now they're working with companies that have actually more money than the wealthy individuals. Again, don't assume that the answer to the who your customer is from one year to the next year is always going to be the same. Sometimes you have to niche down. Uh, if you've been primarily selling locally, uh, maybe right now you need to go from you know your local community to your county, maybe to your state, maybe to your, your region, maybe to the country you're in, maybe even to the world. Like you, you can expand out because maybe that's it. Maybe you need to go to an adjacent market that you haven't been in in the last X number of years, but that could really be the growth. Or maybe you need to change the functions. I've got one of our customers and members in the Biscaylers Club who's trying to change from, you know, historically they've been B to B, and now they're going to move to B to C, which actually has a much higher potential for growth than the B to B play, which they've been doing for a couple decades. Remember, don't assume in strategic planning that the answer that you gave last year or five years ago or 10 years ago is the answer that's going to be moving forward. Strategic thinking is really about thinking about the future and who you want to be in the future and who you've been in the past may be radically different. So if you really want to be great at strategic planning, make sure this year you ask those two questions and don't rush through them. Give them some time. Play with them. Who do we want to be moving forward? Don't assume it'll be the same. And who is our customer? Don't assume it'll be the same. If you'll ask those two questions, you'll have a much more strategic plan than you have in the past because those are the two most important questions you can ever ask in strategic planning. The what questions will come out from that? Because the what is always determined by the who. So you got to get the who right. If you get the who right, the what's will follow in step from there. I hope that this was helpful for you. You now know the two most important questions. Make sure you ask and answer them right now. And then hopefully, uh, you, if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe uh, to this channel. And I'll provide you on a regular basis content that will hopefully give you actionable ideas that you can use to be able to grow and scale a great self-operating business that can double every 12 to 36 months. So until our next time to accelerate success, Bruce out.